Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best biscuit topping. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Best biscuit topping. That was a little more Old West Tennessee. <laughs> the Tennessee would be best biscuit topping. Uh, uh, uh. Welcome to We Got This with Mark and Hal, the show where we settle the debates nobody else will touch. Hal, I don't know if Ken is going to use this one, but at the top, mm. you always record the topic preach thing, and right. you immediately went into a southern accent when yes. you were recording those. This feels like this might be our most southern topic yet. How yeah. do you as a Philadelphian feel about covering biscuit toppings? I love covered biscuits with my mouth when I'm eating them. So I'm excited to talk about all the different things you can put on top of biscuits. Ooh, well, you're not just topping them with your mouth. You're enveloping them in your mouth unless you just stick them to the roof and wait for them to soften. I like to lay horizontal over the table and cover the food with my mouth and slowly hoover it up in there into my belly. I'm a sick man. Hell, your biscuits are done. Time to plank. (laughs) <laughs> I come slithering in on the ground like a snake and somehow contort <laughs> my body up onto the table as if I have no bones. And then here I am over the food, and then it's Hoover time. The idea of a snake with a southern accent just changed the book of Genesis for me so much. <laughs> well, hey, I y'all say, want an apple? <laughs> y'all know these apples are filled with knowledge, don't you now? I say, come on over. I say, I say, come on over here. <laughs> Y'all could spend eternity in this garden. That'd be fine, I suppose. But wouldn't you like a little bit of this apple, a little bit of that knowledge? Hey, mind if I lay horizontal on your table and have a meal? Oh, this snake is planking. Wow, he just unhinged his jaw and ate a whole giant biscuit. Are all dead snakes planking? Yes. Do snakes, when they die, Mark, you're a herpetologist, do snakes, when they die, do they turn into, like, they go, like, stiff as a board, like, if they're coiled up, they all of a sudden go, wonk, like, straight up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they do that? Um, I'm actually not that kind of herpetologist. We'll talk Mm. later about what kind of herpetologist I am. Okay, great. Thank you. I wanted to talk to you about something else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you grow up eating biscuits? I did not probably not as much as you did I, I the more of my biscuit experience was like the pillsbury out of the can which is like a flakier biscuit it's not like the when i think of a biscuit now i think of the drop southern biscuit mm-hmm. which i ate a little bit older like when we went to atlanta when i was a teenager stuff like that but you biscuits are part of your culture yeah and where you came from they're part of my childhood they're part of my culture and honestly the pillsbury in a roll biscuits are mm-hmm. what we used growing up Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. And we would alternate. We would alternate between, and this could be a whole other topic maybe for a clean slate, is the flaky biscuit versus the non-flaky biscuit. And they Mm -hmm. make both. Mm -hmm. You know, they're both of them in that sort of Pillsbury collection where you tear off the paper and then you press the spoon into it and you get the, and the whole thing just pops open. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. 
Everybody's afraid that thing's going to explode like a pressure cooker, like using a pressure cooker. You're afraid it's just gonna, like somebody's going to lose an eye when you pop open those biscuits. Somebody stitched together on TikTok, somebody unwrapping a Pillsbury roll and the Death Star exploding. Yes, that yeah. seems accurate. It seems yeah. accurate to what we fear. See, we like in our household now, we just mm-hmm. smack it on the counter. We don't take a spoon and put it on top. We just go boom and then oh, I like that. I like that pressure, you just that little bit of pressure on the spoon and you just kind of go a little more. I like the anticipation of the mm. that that pop. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that pop. But I also just this morning because I knew we were going to be doing this made biscuits, and um, my version of it that I've been doing my entire adult life mm. is super simple. Uh, I'll give everyone the recipe now. It is just bisquick and a little bit of almond milk and mix them together. I decided I wanted to make biscuits this morning at ten twenty, and I was eating them by ten thirty five. Like that. It's that simple. And then what do you bake them at, at what temperature? 375? 350 for 10 minutes. 350 for 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're not like as buttery. They don't have all of the accessories that the canned biscuit dough has, you know, mm-hmm. all of those emulsifiers and, you know, the butter and whatever else they put inside them. Sure. I growing up, I was a grands guy. That was, that was my jam was those. Okay. The home style grands, which is just the Pillsbury roll of biscuit dough, but larger. Right. Yeah. You want more biscuit. Well, I want, cause here's the thing. And I want to talk about this. Mm. I think this is something we, there's a few different categories that we can put this topic into. Right. And best biscuit topping is what was laid out. Yes. By who suggested this topic? Austin Bateman. All right. Austin Bateman. I would like to call a brief audible on this and say, I'm going, I think we should include fillings as well as toppings because you break a biscuit open frequently put whatever you're going to put and then put the top back on it i'm so glad you brought that up i'm so glad you brought that up because my instinct every time i'm encountered with a biscuit whether it's one of the flaky kinds which has a more rounded top which is Mm -hmm. maybe better for a topping that you can spread on and it will sort of sit or a drop biscuit which is a little bit more amorphous flat bottom but a, a rocky top Perfect yeah. for Tennessee. Oh, I, too soon after the Georgia game, my friends. Listen, I had both of my, I had two different teams lose I championships know. on the oh. same day. You got nothing for the suffering of the people <laughs> of Philadelphia. It's fine. You'll be okay. Yeah. But no matter what the kind of biscuit, I'm always trying to open or cut it in half because I want to put whatever the topping. And I think that is a topping. Like butter is a topping for a roll. Yeah. Right. So filling topping, once you cut it in half, you're still putting something on top of each individual piece, even if you sandwich it back together. So I would contend that a topping and a filling are going to be one. The answer is going to be one and the same. Great. I think they're interchangeable for purposes of this. Yeah. I use a biscuit like it's a bun frequently. Mm -hmm. Slice it down the middle. There's a top piece of bread and a bottom piece of bread. Let's put something inside it. Yep. All right. And then the other big question as far as categorizing what we're doing Mm-hmm. is sweet or savory. You know what I mean? How many different savory toppings are there that you legitimately, I mean, like marinara sauce is savory, but you're not putting that on a biscuit, are you? Oh, I mean, bacon, ham. Uh, I've done just like a little slice of country ham. If it's like uh, a tea cake kind of day, I'm talking I, mm-hmm. chicken in a biscuit. Chicken. Yeah. Bacon, egg and cheese biscuit from McDonald's was my go-to oh. as a kid all growing oh. up. Didn't even think of those as toppings. You've, you've opened my mind. And this is all we're talking. We're diving I into thought, biscuits today. It's not just honey and butter or sausage gravy. I this thought is, this is going to be easy. Oh no, this, this is going to be hard. Yeah. So and I didn't oh, come in with an answer in my head at all. 
I know. I, like, I didn't either. There's like three toppings. This will be great. Yeah. It's like jam, honey, butter. Nope. There's all kinds of stuff. Here we go. Let's start. I didn't even think about gravy. My goodness. Let's start simple and mm-hmm. work our way up to the least filling to the most filling. How's that? The least filling topping to the most filling yeah. topping. The least okay. dressed biscuit to the most dressed biscuit. And I would argue that the least dressed biscuit is simply butter. I agree. Yeah. Which and it's already I butter thoroughly enjoy. But look, butter's great on it. Would you also agree that a biscuit is never fully dressed without a smile? Yes. Yes, okay, I good. would. Good. Yeah, butter's great. It's recalling flavor notes that are already in the biscuit and enhancing them because biscuits tend to be buttery. Yeah. So it's nothing wrong with a little more butter. It gives it a nice, it's like a good mouthfeel to it. A little extra salt, mm-hmm. a little extra creaminess. It's a great, great topping for a biscuit. And I think that when it's just butter as the only topping, at that point, you are really accentuating the biscuit. The biscuit is the star mm. if butter is the topping. You know what I mean? For sure. It's almost perfunctory. Like, oh, I should put some butter on it. And, and it, the other thing it does is it helps it. It adds a little moisture to it because biscuits, by and large, tend to be drier. They're yeah. not all dry, but they do tend to be, you know, the inside is not It's not necessarily soft and pillowy. It's like a, it's drier in there. It can be, yeah, it can be crumbly and can be drier in there. I appreciate that you started to say the word moist. I didn't then, say it, yes. And then realized that the word moisture is somehow better. It is. And you were like, it, it, yeah, they're not always, they don't always have moisture. Which That's I right. Thought was a delightful edit. <laughs> moisture is a noun, whereas moist is a descriptor that a lot of people are uncomfortable with. So yeah. I figured I wouldn't say moist, so I didn't say moist. Well, I appreciate you not saying moist. Hal. No problem. You know what that made me? Happy. <laughs> Happier than a snake eating a biscuit. Oh my gosh! This snake over here keeps offering me apples and is eating all of the biscuits I made this morning. This is my last meal before I go. Uh, see, I'm going towards the light spring. <laughs> cool. Now I have a new walking stick. Bye, snake. No, they turn into the snake like in Superman 2 when he's trying to use his heat vision on the snake. I don't already... remember this. I don't remember the heat vision snake in Superman 2. I think Superman it's Ursa too. fries a snake with her eyes and then he picks it. He's uh, non is trying to use his heat vision in camp. But that's that's what happens when a snake passes away. It gets uh, heat vision by Ursa. <laughs> Mm, or snakes but we're not here to talk about snakes see we got that came later in the episode today than it usually, yeah. all right everybody drink happens. yeah drink is that part of the drinking game it's gotta be yeah is there an official drinking game there is not an official drinking game do you want to make one and we'll be millionaires we'll make cards yeah, yeah we need a official we got this with mark and hal drinking game Ooh, somebody i know one of our listeners is a game publisher they've got to be talk to us let's work something out we got this collectively we got, we got this. this. We got this revenue stream. Ooh, we yeah, got. we do. All right. So let's add a little bit more to it, mm. to the biscuit. And okay. let's stick on the sweet side for now. And let's go jam. You, I would put honey before I put jam in terms of simplicity. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Because it's a smooth, on, sweet. I grew up on honey on a biscuit. Yeah, yeah. that was that was the, that was it growing up for me. Well, your father is Winnie the Pooh. That's true. He is Winnie the Pooh. You know, the first time that I, when I was born, I looked up and I saw my father and he had a beehive on his head. Yeah. And he was just running around in a red shirt with no pants. <laughs> and that's when How I was jail. What? <laughs> <laughs> which is, which weird that he's a doctor and worked in that exact hospital. 
That's <laughs> there goes Dr. G. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you about what we used to always give him such grief about what he would wear to do his rounds when mm-hmm. we were kids? He, my dad would, he'd be like, well, I got to go do rounds today. This is what my father would be wearing. Tiva's cut off jean shorts, a black tank top with a neon gecko wearing sunglasses on it. Frequent is one of his favorite t-shirts. And stethoscope and lab coat like it's almost a halloween costume i was gonna say that halloween has gone has just happened because my goodness was that a delightful look it's like a david e kelly show yeah exactly oh he's a renegade yeah boston medicine coming this fall uh no he was philly baby my dad i know but but all the david e kelly shows are boston public boston legal oh yeah i guess that's true yeah, I did it extra work. My first ever extra work was on Boston Public. Really? That was Los the one Feliz with Chai McBride, right? It was. It yeah. was. I don't think, I don't think I was there. Well, maybe I was. I got to do that. And then I got to go to Manhattan Studios, which is where they built the school, which mm-hmm. that was my first time, like on a proper set. I was like, this looks like a real high school. Were you in high school when you did this? No, I was out here. I was 24. Playing a high schooler? Yeah, but I, well, I look young. Look at you living the Hollywood life. Yeah, I know. 18 to look younger, baby. I had a brief window and I, <laughs> I had to spend, I had to go to Old Navy to buy winter clothes because it was a winter scene. This is in like May yeah. and there's snow, you know, they have to put the fake snow everywhere. So I got to see that. And it was, it felt like it was a billion degrees and I'm wearing a lime green sweater and this jacket over it. And they're like, look cold. So I'm trying to look cold. They're like, yeah, like that guy. And I was like, yes, I'm a real actor. Yeah. I've you made the episode number? No. Come on. No, I don't. You can see me in I it. I want to find baby Hal in that. Like, um, that, like Acker, long hair Acker is the photographer. Did you see this in First Kid? <laughs> watch, go see that now. watch First Kid. Ben Acker Ponytail. plays a paparazzo, uh, just straight long, like, like, yeah, uh, yeah. heavy metal hair. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> frequent guest and shade thrower ben acker so that's right everybody go look up that in first kid <laughs> well you can find me in, in in an episode of boston public i don't remember which one i wish i did yeah. you can also find me in an episode of the short-lived sitcom bet as a wedding guest Ooh, what's bet oh b-e-t-t-e it was, like it was bet midler uh, so i was in this it, it was it was in the background of i was in a scene i was in the background of a scene with yeah with bet midler and joanne gleason which is kind of cool to see that's a great that. broadway powerhouse combo right there it is it is and i would sit there you know when you do extra work have i told this story before maybe i, I don't know when you do extra work you're supposed to fake talking to one another you fake mm-hmm. conversation. So all the conversation sure. you see happening in the background, it looks like people talking. You hear mumbling. That mumbling's added later. Mark and I have done that work. Oh, That's yeah. That's the ADR work. But when you're on set, you can't make any noise. So I would, you know, the older woman who was sitting next to me would turn to me and, and say, like, she was trying to stay in the scene. She was like, are you with the groom or the bride? And I would mouth back at her. I don't understand what you're saying. You're not making any noise, <laughs> which was for me and no one else. <laughs> So if you ever see me doing extra work and it appears like I'm talking to someone, that is what I'm doing. Oh, I love those. I'm just doing it for me moments. We had so many of those in the looping world. Like no one is ever going to hear this, but we're just making each other laugh in Mm -hmm. this room. That's right. All right. Let's get back to honey on a biscuit. Yep. It's fine. Yeah. It's delicious. It's uh, it's just a little, you know, you get that little bit of sweet. It depends, I think, how long you let it sit. If it's going to soak into the biscuit and make it a little spongy Mm. or if you're like just going to go. Honey, like honey straight to the mouth. 
You know what I mean? And it's like stays and it just like drips and like you get like honey everywhere. Yeah. As a kid, that was, you know, you just grab the little, you grab the little bear and you grab your biscuit and it's just all over the thing. And, and then, yeah. And then you start, oh, yeah. you're a mess. Yeah. Let's go to jam. Yep. What's your favorite jam to put on a biscuit? Strawberry. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm a big grape jelly or grape jam for mm. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. That was like my exclusive Concord grape jelly or jam. Put that on the sandwich. And then it wasn't until I married Jennifer because she liked strawberry that I started eating strawberry a little bit more. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I do love straw. I, I love strawberries. So this is really, really good. And I would prefer it with some butter on a biscuit. If I'm going to do a sweet biscuit, that is, yeah, that is what I would do. Well, that is what you've you? just described. If you add a little bit of whipped cream to it, according to Quaker, you've just created strawberry shortcake because a strawberry shortcake is literally just an American style biscuit. With clotted cream or whipped cream and um, strawberry jam or strawberries in it, so that's yeah, right. I it's created a that delightful. It's a delightful dessert that you, Hal Lublin, invented, and then later they even named a toy line and cartoon character after your invention. Congratulations! I don't see dime one. Really? I don't see dime one of it. Oh, that's why I'm yes. trying to get this drinking game going. I need to generate a little income around here. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm I'm with you. Are there any other sweet? It feels like the sweet versions of a biscuit are the simpler versions. You could put blueberries on it. You could macerate yeah. some berries and put, cause otherwise they'll just go everywhere, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, these are the it has to be like a compote. Yeah. Absolutely. It has to be yeah. like a compote at its most complex. But other than that, it's generally a jam or a jelly. And then there are either even variations you could do, make maple syrup if you wanted, cane syrup also, mm-hmm. which is a hyper sweet, like way more sweet than maple syrup. Like caro syrup, syrup like straight up corn syrup? No, cane, cane syrup is like oh, cane syrup. Cane syrup, yeah, like sugar cane. Yeah. Like that is a very pure, super thin. You can put that on a biscuit as well. That is a, an acceptable biscuit topping. Yeah. Super, super sweet. I think of all the like, but and then then you can get into the whipped cream Nutella. You can put anything on a biscuit. You don't generally do that though. I think mm-hmm. we're we're aiming for things that are more generally right, generally used rather than like here's my experiment I did. Right, like right? if you were, like what you would see on a biscuit bar. You know what I mean? You're right. If there's a New York City restaurant dedicated to different types of biscuits, we're only going to cover about five of them. We're not doing all yeah. of like the this one we call this one the Ghostbuster. Yeah, it's got ecto cooler all over it. Oh, that's doesn't sound <laughs> enjoy. Very good. Yeah, and then fruity pebbles. Why? Because we oh, can. I was stoned. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> nobody ever stopped to ask yeah. if we should. That's why. <laughs> Easy, Doctor Ian Malcolm. <laughs> all right. So, of the sweet versions of a biscuit, is there one that stands out? I would. I look. I love the honey. I loved the honey as a kid. But I think, yeah, I think that strawberry, I think strawberry jam mm-hmm. for me, it, there's a little bit of tartness to it. It just goes really well with a biscuit. It's just a flavor yeah. combo that works. There's some sort of flavor, like there's some sort of flavor in the biscuit, like a heartiness to the biscuit that is really well complemented by a strawberry jam. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent agree. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about some of the savory preparations, which includes some of those great biscuit sandwiches. But in the meantime, as always, we thank every single member who supports We Got This With Mark and Hal continues to keep us on the air. You're about to hear about some other fine shows on the Maximum Fun Network. You're listening to We Got This With Mark and Hal. We'll be right back. 
Hey, I'm Ben. And I'm Adam. We host a show called Greatest Trek on Maximum Fun that covers all the new Star Trek shows, Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Picard, Prodigy, Discovery, and any other new Star Trek show Paramount throws at us. Come find out why we're the most important Star Trek podcast on the internet with our funny, informative recaps of all the new Star Trek shows that Paramount keeps churning out. Subscribe to Greatest Trek. It's a new Star Trek podcast from the makers of The Greatest Generation. My fellow graduates, for 500 episodes, my podcast, The JV Club with Janet Varney, has gathered story after story of all the scandalous things we've done throughout our childhoods. Stories like how Jamila Jamil survived a horrific house party and she was on crutches. Or how Hal Lublin learned a Shakespearean monologue in his pajamas. This is not the speech we approve. Without your love and life tragedies, there would be no podcast. In fact, I'll have an exclusive look at how Maggie Lawson's mom confronted her after a sneaky basement meetup with her crush. Spill the tea, JV. Security! Uh, uh, listen to the JV Club with Janet Varney Thursdays on Maximum Fun! Class of forever! And we're back. All right, Hal. Mm. Let's get real Southern now. I'm talking yeah. fried chicken in a biscuit. I'm talking yeah. sausage gravy. I'm talking ham with red eye gravy. Yeah. All of these classic Southern biscuit preparations. Do you have a go-to generally that you like? I don't want to short circuit this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. So I, I will say yes, I do. Okay. I have one that, uh, that ha- it occurs to me is not only the best savory topping, but may just be better than whatever. I feel like the savory is going to beat the sweet on this one. Do you agree? I think there's just more to the savory. The yeah. sweet is, you know, it's clotted cream or mm. honey or jam. And that's pretty much your traditional your standard preparations. Yeah. yeah, your standards. Sure. But yeah, I think, I mean, I have one in mind too. But again, these are, those are just personal choices. And as we have determined on this show, we are objectively answering these, not subjectively. Do you want to say what we both think on three? No, because we might have to end the episode immediately if that's no, no, we, what happens. I have a way for us to continue even if we agree. I just think it'd be interesting to take our temperature. No. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Chicken. Sausage gravy. Oh, oh, see, it's a different one. Different ones. Okay. Great. So chicken, sausage gravy. Great. Talk to me about ham and was it red eye gravy? Ham and red eye gravy. Yeah, we'll come back to sausage, uh, sausage gravy in a second, but ham and red eye gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I'm from, there is a version of ham called country ham, which is mm-hmm. crazy salty. That's yeah. the whole thing about country ham is it's super salted and red eye gravy is what is traditionally used on top of it. Red eye gravy is very, very thin. Do you know? A, what is in red eye gravy and why it is called red eye gravy? Do you want me to give a serious answer? Or do you want me to give my jokey answer? They might be the, the jokey answer might be the correct one. Okay. A butthole. It is, you know what? I, I stand corrected. I forgot who I was talking to. That's not the, uh, the correct answer. What did you think I was going to say? Like someone who was drunk? Uh, no, red eye being like when you go to Starbucks and you get a red eye, that's, you know, a, espresso in your uh, coffee. But red eye is coffee. So it's coffee and grease. And that is the ingredients of red eye gravy. Oh, um, pass. Yeah. Uh, pass? but it on country ham, the mm. bitterness of the coffee, the saltiness of the ham, the sort of unctuousness of the gravy all kind of works. Right. As a biscuit topper, I think it just winds up making the biscuit taste like greasy coffee. Yeah. 
That said, I do love a little piece of country ham just by itself in a biscuit. To me, and I've had country ham and I enjoy it. I think it's too salty and I need something else. I need a little egg or something to cut into it. The biscuit's not enough because the biscuit comes with its own salty, buttery kind of profile to it. Yeah. So then you're adding super salty mm-hmm. and ham flavor to that. So yeah. for me, I want to balance it just a little bit with some egg, egg more than cheese. But even yeah. if you add cheese to it, you know, you're varying the, the flavor profile instead of going all in on like super salty. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I don't think that one is going to win. No, it is. I do enjoy it though, but yeah, they're little salt bombs. Let's talk about sausage gravy for a second. Okay. What do you like about it? It just feels like biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. Just even the way it goes together as a phrase, like, oh, this feels natural. And, and it is very easy to go places where they get the sausage gravy wrong. And I don't want to put any popular southern chain restaurants that we've talked about ad nauseum on this show on blast yeah but there was some but it shouldn't jiggle like jello shouldn't jiggle like jello shouldn't shouldn't be unflavored or feel unflavored that's it's got to be salted and peppered it's got to be peppered it's got to be peppery yeah and and when it's made properly it's great but you can make anything wrong you yeah. can you can have any of these toppings can be messed up. So we're assuming like this is at least a good version of it. Yeah. And there's something about the the creaminess of the of the gravy plus plus the bits of sausage mm-hmm. which give you a different kind of savory than you're getting from the biscuit. Then you cut into you you can pour it on top and it's not even penetrating and soaking the inside. It's not until you cut into it that you get so you still sort of maintain the integrity of the biscuit as well. Yeah. Is the one of these toppings or, or the singular, the, the singular topping amongst all of these that I think works with the biscuit closed just as well as it does with the biscuit open. That's a very good point. Which is not, doesn't put it above anything else. I just think it's fascinating. Like that's how well it goes with the biscuit. Yeah. Like a lot of times you'll go to a breakfast buffet, right? And they'll mm. offer you their biscuits, their English muffins, there are bagels if they don't have gravy i will generally not reach for the biscuit that's me personally yeah. because i'd rather just you know i'd rather have a piece of toast or something else but like a plate of eggs with some biscuits and gravy on top of it it just it transforms the biscuit from the piece of bread on the side of the meal to an actual side dish to the meal itself does that make sense that it, like it moves yes. from the bread plate to the dinner plate or the breakfast plate. I guess my thing with it, why it doesn't jump to the top for me mm. is it feels heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. It is because the, the primary ingredients and in that there's a little bit of milk in it too, but the primary ingredients are just sausage fat and flour. That's right. And so it is, I mean, that is, it's a roux. It's a roux. Yeah. You're pouring a roux on top of a biscuit and it is. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I can't even finish the rest of the meal. Like biscuits and gravy is its own meal to me. Exactly. Yes. And it's not going to be what I reach for. You know what I mean? If I'm having biscuits, I want them as a, I want it as a side. I see. You want it as a side. Yeah. It or as can a, be a side, but often it's like, yeah, if you put it on a plate with eggs, yeah, really the eggs become the side to the, to the big old sausage and, and gravy. gravy. Yeah. And you're really not having one, but like you, it feels like, you know how, um, I, I forget what, there's a country in Europe. 
uh, and I, I'm blanking There's on a lot which of one them. it is. I feel like it's might be Sweden. It's mm. illegal to own just one hamster because they will get lonely. So you have to buy at least yeah. two hamsters. When you're having biscuits and gravy, you're having biscuits. It's not a biscuit and gravy. It shouldn't be one. You should have at least two biscuits. Yeah. With the gravy on top. So it is super heavy. You know, I always, I guess I thought biscuits. of it as I've had it like one giant biscuit split in half. Yeah. It just feels like, over it. I mean, you can do it that way as well. Even then it's like they're trying to make two biscuits out of it. Like yeah. it's they, two pieces. You're not cutting into the one biscuit. They're at least trying to give the sense that it's larger or that yeah. there's more there than there is in terms yeah. of just the quantity of biscuits. As yeah. opposed to the size of biscuit. But I take your point. I think that probably the reasons you would not pick it are reasons I would, which is mm-hmm. it transformed the biscuit into – it moves it off the bread dish, like I said. It also can make yeah. it a meal in and of itself. There's a place here in my neighborhood where they do a biscuits and gravy but with a turkey gravy and turkey on it. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Like brown so, gravy. Yeah, brown gravy. And you would, you sort of look at it and go like, eh, I don't know if that actually works. Cause I like the creep, but it is less heavy. Yeah. Like really the heavy, the most heaviness comes from the biscuits, right? They, they sit. I don't know. I think the heaviness, sit. I think the heaviness for me comes from the fact that it is primarily just grease based. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. For me personally, and I don't know if this, you know, if, objectively speaking, whatever, if, if this fits, but sure. It feels a bit like an afterthought as far as the creation of it goes. Whereas, and this might be a nice way to segue into the sandwich version of biscuits. Whereas I would rather than having what's left after I'm done cooking the sausage, I would rather have the sausage patty, just a straight up sausage patty on a biscuit. There's just enough grease in there that it kind of adds moisture to the biscuit, you still get that biscuit flavor. You still get all of the benefits of the biscuit, uh, the flavor, the crumbliness, the, but, and you still get, and you get the best of that sausage. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I think it's, I, I don't tr- quite track your logic on it just because if you like turkey gravy, that's also turkey dripping. Like they're all like the grease that's left over from whatever right. the protein you cooked is mixed with flour or cornstarch and then sure. seasoned to create a gravy. But uh, we've talked enough about sausage and gravy. We, mm-hmm. we can put a pin in that. Talk to me about, I, I mean, do you want to talk about egg and cheese or does that feel like, I mean, it, at that point it's a sandwich, right? That's, and want- that's, that, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. It, I don't know if it be, when does it when does it become, when does it stop being a biscuit topping and when does it become a sandwich? I think when you put multiple ingredients like egg and cheese and a bit mm. of meat or whatever it is. And so, then you, mo- oh, interesting. So then for then this pur- purposes of this, more than one thing inside makes it a sandwich. I mean, I think we're just getting into the sandwich debate, which that is a whole sure. cesspool we don't need to be pulled into for right. this episode. I, li- I mean, I, look, I the think- number of times I've seen that drawing of a cube and it's like three sides is a taco, all sides is a calzone. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think? That at a certain point, it be- just becomes – it's less about the biscuit and more this could be any bread that you think works. Like, it could be a croissant just as easily because – like, it's not enhancing the biscuit. The biscuit's doing the work of the sandwich of rather bread. than it being enhancing the biscuit. It's just like, See, oh, this is the best tasting bread for this breakfast sandwich. Oh, that's interesting. Like, you, you so we think that the best biscuit topper is going to be something that enhances the biscuit rather than the biscuit – enhancing the topper 
I would say enhance and, and work with versus like, yeah, I think a, that at, at that point, the biscuit becomes a bread choice. And you could say that for any of these toppings. Yes, you could sure. take a potato roll and put butter on it or jam on it or, or any right. of these things. But we're talking about biscuits. Biscuits should be integral. Yeah. To it. And I just feel like with a breakfast sandwich, it could be anything. Chicken is different because chicken and biscuits is is a thing. A That's, breakfast sandwich yeah. is a breakfast sandwich. Could be a bagel, could be a croissant, could be a biscuit. And then, then you're just picking. Yeah. I will say though, generally, if I have eggs and bacon and biscuits on a plate, I am making sandwiches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not right. eating them separately. Even in, in a restaurant setting, if I've been given biscuits and I've been given eggs and I've been given bacon, I'm going to make myself little sandwiches. Do you do that with a bagel? Um, no. I don't do that with a bagel. With a bagel, I like a schmear and to tear it apart. Yeah. I see. I put the topping on whatever the bread is on the side. Yeah. Unless it's, unless I have over easy eggs, then I'll get a whiter sourdough toast or wheat toast mm-hmm. and dip it in dip the, the triangles. Yeah. 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 Like that's like a whole, that's a whole thing. But that aside, I'm generally putting whatever toppings like butter and jam or cream cheese or whatever. That's, and I treat the biscuit the same. It just becomes a side thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not making sandwiches out of it. And that's not really, I don't know that that would be in the spirit of this anyway. It's like, hey, if it's near the other things, you might as well make a sandwich. Yeah. Then I will throw this out there. Okay. You mentioned the chicken biscuit. Yes. You love a chicken biscuit. That I think is, for me, I think is the combination that transcends the sandwich. Tell me about it. Because, I mean, there are crackers that are chicken and biscuit flavored. Like you know what meat? I mean? Yeah, you are. You are. Well, I don't know if you're a cracker, but you're definitely a snack. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you are a cracker, too. Yeah. But yeah, there's that. There's something about chicken and biscuits just going together in a perfectly southern way that I can separate them if I want to. I can have a little bit of biscuit and a little bit of chicken. I can put them together in sandwich form. I can put, a you know, the fried chicken on top of a biscuit. Mm hmm. It just, and I, again, I don't know how to make this not completely subjective other than to say, I just really like them. And I think culturally they go together as a combination. We have decided as a society that chicken and biscuits go together quite well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Though I would argue also that many preparations of that are the biscuit is on the side of the chicken. You know what I mean? That you're yeah. having fried chicken and a biscuit. At, I mean, you go to a KFC or anywhere, you get a biscuit is on the side. I think of that's the chicken. I think, I think that's, I, am. I think that, I think you're answering your own question. I think I am. I think I just did. It's not a topping. It is, they do go very well, especially flavor wise, whether you're alternating bites or doing whatever. But, you know, if you go to Popeyes or, or churches or mm-hmm. KFC, any, any fried chicken place, you are generally not going to make a sandwich. With the biscuit, they give you honey and butter, like they give you stuff to top it with. It is a side mm-hmm. and it's a very good side. We love, we love a biscuit around here. Let me ask you this then. This mm-hmm. might take it back. So it looks like our main savory contender right now is gravy, right? But I'm going to take this back a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to take biscuits out of strictly the breakfast realm because we have just mentioned fast food fried chicken and the biscuit often being a side, right? That might put honey back in the mix. Okay. You know what I mean? Because fried chicken and a biscuit with honey on it, like there's a reason that Popeye's has honey packets. 
Yeah, it's to go on the biscuit. Yeah. Because it is a common topping for a biscuit. Yes. And I think that as a compliment, I would never have fried chicken and biscuits with sausage gravy on them. But I would have for breakfast, I would have a biscuit with honey on it. Or as a side at one of these chicken places, I would have a biscuit with honey on it. So I just want to be clear. You want to take something that didn't win the sweet category. Yeah, I, I do. not even win its own category. Yeah. So you want to put it up. So right now. I want to put finalists. it back in because I hadn't thought I'd only been thinking about the biscuit as a breakfast food. I hadn't oh. been thinking about the biscuit as a side with ah. a chicken dinner. Ah. Once the biscuit moves out of just the breakfast realm, uh-huh. I think that changed that just blew the whole thing open for me, changed the game and put honey back on top. What do you think? You know, I'm not a huge fan of honey. I'm just in general this. or I'm on a biscuit. I think honey's fine. Just in general. Like it's fine. Uh it's Oddly, like overly sweet with a little aftertaste for me. And I know it's mm-hmm. good mixed into tea. You know, I've done, I do voice work. I've, I've in sessions gone and done a tablespoon of honey and just swallowed it because I needed my vocal cords oh, cold. I've, so they weren't. I've carried the little bear with out. me. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in a pro honey household and I myself mm-hmm. am pro honey. What makes it a great topping for a biscuit is the way it not counteracts, but balances out the flavor. Yeah. From something that's saltier and buttery in and of itself mm-hmm. and adds sweetness and can be integrated into the biscuit so to get soaked into it, mm-hmm. which the gravy will do, but the strawberry jelly or jam will not. Yeah, I'm not going to have strawberry jam on a biscuit with fried chicken. So then let's say honey and gravy are the two finalists. You feel good yeah, about that? I do. What do you think between these two? One, okay, let's. I'll, I'll lay this out and you tell yeah. me what your thoughts are on this. Yes. The way that I'm looking at the two of these, one of them, mm. it is a full meal. It mm. requires a plate can and be. a fork. It can be. Can be a full meal. I would argue it's heavy as just a side. True. But what is it? Mashed potatoes? That's fair. Stuffing? Yeah. Oh, it's almost Thanksgiving. Now you got me hungry. Or is it after Thanksgiving? We're recording a bunch of these. <laughs> Well, this is right now people are, we're recording this before Thanksgiving. People are hearing it in December. Oh, happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. We forgot to mention that. We forgot to say happy holidays. Listen, we're trying to live our lives here. Yeah. People. We're also banking a bunch of episodes right now. So we have not talked about the holidays at all this whole you holiday season. You won't know until January what's been going on with us. Yeah, exactly. We won't know. Yeah. We could have been blasted to the moon by now. Who knows? We could have oh, lost yeah. our blue check marks. <laughs> that tells you exactly that'll tell you exactly <laughs> it's definitely worth 96 dollars a year do not give elon musk mark. your money i wouldn't Ugh. yeah we're, we're gonna start a new group on mastodon what is mastodon exactly go ahead mark all right so here are the two i'm trying to put together in my brain the two different the pros and cons of each of these two one mm-hmm. of them can be a full meal it's hearty it's all strictly savory it's got that pork sausage breakfast feel that goes so nicely with biscuits but it can be poorly executed and its shelf life is not terribly long you leave biscuits and gravy out for 20 minutes you're going to get that skin over the top Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> that's good on the other hand skin. you have honey which is A sweet preparation. It's not as elaborate, but it works for both breakfast preps and lunch preps. 
preps. What are you working in an industrial kitchen? Like it works. You can yes, top chef. it. Honey on a, thank you. Honey on a biscuit works with pretty much any meal. And that right there, I think is the key thing for me. Honey on yeah, a biscuit right. works with any meal versus biscuits and gravy is a meal. Okay. You know what I mean? What do you yeah. think? People of the world, it's honey. How about that? Oh. It's sweet. Works with the flaky buttery. Works with the buttery dry top. Gives it a little moisture. Doesn't overpower it. Let's the biscuit sit within itself. Doesn't force it to be anything more than it has to be. Doesn't make it into a whole meal. And because it's like honey is something that we have of pretty much every meal, whether it's a topping for pancakes or mm-hmm. honey mustard, like in our salad dressing, or even in the makeup in the sauces that will be served along with dinner. It works. It's sort of a timeless kind of, uh, I hate to call it a side or a condiment. It kind of is yeah. sure. a sweet, nature's sweet sauce. Yeah. Because of that, it creates an incredible flexibility that we didn't think of until we considered Popeyes, the newest yeah. sponsor of <laughs> of me personally, Louisiana Fast. That's right. Love, Love those biscuits chicken. from Poppy, Poppies. Poppies. Hi, I changed the name. I don't want that sailor taking any credit. Oh Asked and God. answered, honey. That's right. How are you sure? Because it feels like. Yeah. It feels like you were acquiescing in that. No, no, I wasn't, I, I wasn't advocating for one or the other. I was it, actually. No, before we got to that asking. point, before we got to that point, you, I, I thought you illustrated its flexibility with different meals yeah. as opposed to like sausage, gravy and biscuits feels very particularly to eat it. Not at breakfast time feels like niche, like, oh, let's yeah. do breakfast for dinner or lunch. And it also, uh, it is super heavy. It is a co-star rather than a supporting role. Yeah. To the biscuit. So right I agree with the ruling. And even if I don't like it, guess what? It's tough for all time now. Asked and answered. That's right. But there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Mastodon or visit us on Twitter at we got this tweets or our ICQ number is four seven zero. Now, you know what? That's, it's a lot easier if you just email us. We got this podcast at gmail.com. Although I think that email has been compromised because I'm getting it? a lot of like your Medicare has been approved and oh it's not my. coming to my personal email yeah. and a lot of signups for like weird, like, yeah, you're signed up for healthcare in Kentucky. So whoever did that, whoever, whatever listener, whoever just found it, it's not like it's hidden out there. I, I will find you. Yeah, I have a topic. Which of the Nigerian princes is going to give you $10 million? Will I ever be able to pay this huge tax bill? I didn't realize they controlled my webcam. Anyway, you can discuss all of these things and more at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume. You can follow and support him at patreon.com slash Ken Plume. Thank you to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kilman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dyerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively and thanks to you the people of the world with whom hal and i would gladly sit down in a ubiquitous southern chain restaurant and munch on biscuits and gravy or biscuits and honey or old timers breakfasts or we could just sit at the fireplace and play giant checkers and as we are sitting in front of that fireplace playing checkers hal and i will both turn to you and say thank Thank you all thank you thank y'all For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.